I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My Song Suck would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Friend of a musician. Friend of a musician. It's It's been three years and I've still, I've never liked the way in that intro... I'm like I'm I'm the friend of a musician. I'm the friend of a musician. <laughs> you kind of stumble it needs... on it. <sighs> Hi, welcome to my song suck. I'm the friend of a musician, James. And that's that'll be the new intro. We'll just have that instead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the friend of a musician, James. That's Boom. how I introduce myself in restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have a reservation. I am the friend of a musician. Welcome to the show. I'm Alex Smith as well. I'm James Keogh. I'm the musician. (laughs) Uh, We're glad to have you here. It's good to be back. I mean, we say that, I feel like we say that every time. It's just like, it's good to be back, even though it's been, you know, a couple weeks, a month, whatever it is. Well, the audience hear us coming out pretty regularly, whereas for us, sometimes it's like, oh, we had like a four month break or some shit. So don't call it a comeback. We've been here <laughs> in your ears every two weeks for the lot of the past few uh, months. Um, I'm I'm excited to wipe my last us episode from the slate because I had been up all night. I hadn't slept a single wink, and listening. I went back to edit it, and it's just me mm. being like, yeah, like is this? I think I don't know if I kept it in, but at one point we we're like, is this good? Is this episode <laughs> good? I don't know, man. And then we got into like, what is art? Like, we do. Yeah. That was a, that's a conversation that um, is best had when we're just completely overtired and have been recording podcasts for mm. uh, a long stretch of time. I'm excited for this song. This is, yeah, this is Close the Blinds. Is mm. there anything you want to kind of do a, do any sort of preamble with? Well, uh, it was written in the year 2010, so I would have been 17 years old. 17 or 18. Uh, I would have graduated high school or maybe been just a Oh, no, I would have graduated high school. I think I maybe wrote it at the end of 2019, uh, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, recorded it 2010. But this was towards the end of high school, uh, my final year. Uh, the genre is pretentious. Cool. Good one. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about the preamble. And Lovely. Uh, and with the albums, as we've discussed in the past, I'd start it with a bang. I'd put the shitty ones in the middle, and then I'd start putting the good ones at the end. Mm. Uh, so this would have been a song I was proud of, and I, I remember being pretty proud of this one. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, quite rightly. Let's take a listen. This is "Close the Blinds."
So, what do we have to say? Well, I mean, like, you know, one thing, as we were just now listening to the song, mm. uh, 
myself and Alex were straight up schmoovin'. We were having a good old time. We'll get into like the 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 meat and gravy of it, but like just on a, on the whole, it's hmm. a it's a good pumping song. Yeah, I think. It, it is a bit, uh, you know, Shadow the Edgehog, a bit edgy yeah. in this one. Yeah. But, it's, uh, you know, it pays off. It pays off. It's interesting because it's definitely better than the other songs, mm. but you still wouldn't hear it in a club. If it went on Rage, you'd be like, what is this? This is bad and weird and cringe. Right. But uh, there's something in it. It's got whatever it is. I think so. And I think, like, I was actually uh, thinking similarly. Like, I think it's getting to the point where the bridging factor uh, is is just that, like, production value. Like, mm. I think you listen to this, you can tell it was, like, written in, in you know, a, 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 you used GarageBand for all of these, I think it was. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can, you, it still has that, that hint. You know, obviously, there are, there are people who make fantastic songs on, on tools that are not necessarily industry standard but i think here you can kind of tell that it was made in a tool like that and that's the only to me that's kind of the only divide it's just like you know you didn't have you know you, this section has uh, this this song has sections that have uh, brass instruments and you know all mm. that kind of stuff like there's it's just there's a divide there that you that could not be bridged it's definitely my uh, my strings and brass p- mm. period we we talked about this and we're in it yes. now we're in the thick of it now. Lots of strings and brass. Let's get into the context for this song. Like, what, yeah. why was it written? What was it written about? Shed some light. So I think, show. yeah. So this was when I was graduating high school. Mm. And I think this was me just kind of taking stock of, like, all the stresses I had going on at the time. I don't, I don't know how thoroughly we want to break it down so early. But uh, I think <laughs> verse one was my dad. I'm pretty sure the first one was my dad. And he's oh, like, wow. where are you going now? As in, like, what are you going to do when you graduate high school? Uh-huh. Oh, you don't know? Well, find out. Um, pretty much just being like, you know, stop wasting time. Figure out what you can do with your life. Mm. Um, you know, soon you'll find out what this world's about. You know, you got to figure your shit out. Uh, right. And then so, like, the different verses, are they all different people in your life? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's interesting. I think. And that is, I, I should say, most importantly, uh, yeah. I had listened to Pink Floyd, The Wall, for the first sure. time. And yeah. uh, that was a massive influence on me and my music. Because before this, as we've said, I used to hate music <laughs> uh, in an odd uh, fucking origin story. I used to hate music. You got bitten by a radioactive music. <laughs> <and> uh, <laughs> I didn't like music that you just danced to because I didn't like to dance because I was a self-conscious little boy. But I watched Pink Floyd The Wall at 4am alone as a kid in single digits and it scared the fuck out of me. Good. But then later in life, I saw it again. Uh, also, anecdote, while I remember, I mm. don't know whether it was the wall or whether it was the cable guy um, slash that uh, Andy Kaufman Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey. Right. I yeah. think it was that one, actually. Uh, I stayed up watching that movie really, really late. And then when I went to adverts, I cut to the cable guy, but they both had Jim Carrey. So I thought they were the same <laughs> movie uh, and they were both really weird. I remember the other one getting really weird. Uh, and in the morning, my fish had died. So I thought it was a punishment for staying up late. My fish had oh been no. killed. Uh, but I remember I had a similar fear with uh, the wall. And I was like, I hope my fish doesn't die again. <laughs> Some stupid shit. Um, but yeah, so that was a big influence seeing that like music could tell a story and not have to be, you know, you didn't have to like hide your message behind dance. It could just mm. be a story. 
Right. And right. this song is particularly a big rip off of The Trial, if you've, mm. you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that bit where it's all like, you little shit, I'll do you now. And like, it's got all the characters coming out and mm. doing all their bit. So that's kind of my take on uh, The Trial from The mm. Wall. Nice. I think there's DNA of that that persists through to even stuff like Little Autonomous. Auton. <laughs> Save me. Automaton. That's the one. A lot of a lot of people on the radio are like little automation. <laughs> Although we're like that was little automation, and it's like I understand if you read it maybe, and then you announce right. it. But when you listen to the song, you're like that was little automation. And it's like what? <laughs> Please what pay doing? a little bit of attention. Yeah. Um, um, that's my life no, story, man. <laughs> We're starting to see a bit of those influences here and then and then how they get more refined as you keep going on your your musical journey, which uh, I think yeah. is cool because it kind of shows that it's not just I think we talk a lot about uh, you take your influences and then you, you know, synthesize and then you kind of are making your own thing mm. here. It's like you wear your influence the whole way through, which is like a good thing. You kind of like, you know, have that as a take it in as like a core of, of the kind of songs you like to write and the kind of music you like to write. Mm. Mm. I, I've always felt very much that Little Automaton was just this song remade. Mm. It Kind of in its message as well, actually. Because Little Automaton, oh my God. So this <laughs> song is when I left high school. Little Automaton was when I left university. Oh, and it's that, a flat circle. Yeah, and it's like, welcome to the world. Now you gotta be something suddenly. Mm-hmm. Damn. 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 Shall we shall we start having more damn moments, some some breakdowns yeah. of the song? I don't want any damn vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's um Yes. Let's. Uh, so this first clip I've got is I oh actually I did want to mention this because I skipped clipping the beeps because I gotta tell you, too many damn beeps. Yes, agree. Too many like the first like I think there's four and you're like, okay, mm. and then when you think the song's gonna start. It doesn't. Mm. It's just more beeps. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a very muffled breathing sound. Ah. Yeah. And I I didn't hear that until like a lot of listens. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I see. We're bringing in the breathing now. Didn't need mm, that many that's beeps. Why. <laughs> Too many beeps. Too many beeps. Um, so this first clip is, yeah, the one you, you were talking about before, um, which we now know is from the perspective of your father. Mm-hmm. My father. Yeah, it's a big psych shit going on. Yeah. My dad's a good man. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's a good man. Nice. Pretty deep, pretty edgy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, this, yeah, like, I think we kind of start off strong, and I forgot this is also, like, an intro after the beeps, which I had clipped there as well, um, which further, like, 
makes you feel how many beeps there were because you're like, okay, we had the beeps. Now it's time. Let's hit the ground running. Where? Nope. Yeah. You've got a whole intro <laughs> you need to get through first, which is it's like it's a good intro, mm. um, but like it doesn't ha- it doesn't lend itself to rewatch value, mm. and that's a problem I suffer with today. I write songs for a good first experience, mm. and then when you listen to it, it's like Wally. It's like the movie Wally. Oh, interesting. I've mm. never. I honestly have not rewatched Wally. Well, the second time when you watch it, the first time you're like, wow, intriguing. What's going on? This world, so lonely. What's going to happen? And then the second time you're like, all right, <laughs> when's he going to get in space? Can we get to the space bits? <laughs> yeah. He spent a long time by himself on Earth. And that's what my songs are like. <laughs> wow. Sad. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sad. Um, yeah. So that was mine, that's Papa. Where are you going? So th- obviously, I think like the theme of this is about you, you know, not knowing what your direction is. I guess like at this point, it, is it actually speaking from a place of like, I actually don't know what I want to do post high school sort of thing? Yeah, well, I think it was kind of another one of those kind of um, confused, not mm. completely focused songwriting. I'd say rather than it being about me not knowing what I want to do after high school. I think it, because close the blinds, um, I think it's about retreating into my mind, that whole thing of like, don't let anybody in, don't feel your feelings, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Because also, I'm pretty sure (laughs) that uh, the wall, I'm always reluctant to say, this is what this was about, because uh, I never know whether it's actually what it is about, or whether it's just my, my take on what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I, I I read somewhere that the wall is about a rock star who's retreating into his own mind, uh, depression, and every shitty traumatic life event is another brick in the wall that is closing himself off from the outside mm. world. And this was kind of my love letter to that. So instead mm. of build the wall, it's close the blinds. Close the blinds. Uh, and each verse is kind of my own brick in the wall. And so there's right. like... There's my dad who's telling me I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do and blah blah blah, which is such a weird take because I I don't remember that being how I saw my dad, <laughs> but maybe you know I've grown out of touch. Like, you know, I'm sure it was true at the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. But I love my right. dad, um, right. and he would have been coming from a good place of like, you know, you should know what you're gonna do because right. how are you gonna work towards it? Uh, and then like, yeah, like you know, my friends and other people kind of diminishing my feelings and. Mm. Um, it's kind of upsetting in the sense that uh, I, yeah, like three days ago, had a fucking breakdown in the in the chat and was like, oh, I'm sad and I'm a leech on everybody. Mm. And then like listening to this song, I was like, God, man, it's been 10 years. I'm still doing the same old shit. God damn. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's the kind of thing is like, no matter where you are, you can sometimes just feel like, you know, things are overwhelming. And mm. so like, it's almost good that you're sort of able to look back and kind of look at what you were going through then and, and what you're going through now and, and mm. how you've sort of improved. And I mean, what's, what's interesting and like, it is interesting to look at this song as this sort of tour of all those expectations. I think like mm. it's a cool, like collection of all these different things that I think aren't experiences that you've had, but like very universal experiences. We mm. go kind of after this verse to one that I assume is still your dad. It's the wipe those tears. Yeah. Boy, yeah. You're now a man and kind of going on about masculinity, um, which I imagine would be, it would have been another thing that you at that time would have been sort of uh, dealing with. Yeah. I wasn't a particularly testosterone fueled young man. Yeah. Unlike me. Uh, who yeah. It was just muscles you're, for days. You're a beefcake. Sports. I'm a beefcake. 
I used to do rugby. Yeah, man. You were a rugby pro. I was. Still are. I was real good. Just get back into rugby. I do have the build for it now. Let's go throw the pigskin. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's do the, the next one, shall we? Absolutely. So I didn't clip wipe those tears. Um, oh. Well, I should have... Pre- I should have... Pre- okay. This is uh, Alex's like first time in the uh, in the chair. Oh yeah, uh, sorry everyone. <laughs> I should have prepped you ahead of time as to what the clips were. Nah, um, no, no, no. That's on me. That's on me. I'll just be uh, like, let's listen to the next clip, and then you'd be like, yeah, it's blah. Or we just right. listen to it and learn together. That'd be fun. So yeah, we're going to uh, let's just take a listen to this clip. See what it is. Yeah, sex. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I just say sex in the middle of podcasts. He's and it's still really embarrassing. He'll never get over it. <sighs> Why the fuck did I do that? All right. Let's listen to the next clip. I'm held together by strings out there. Or maybe it's the hope which is in my mind. Because I'm getting details from sources everywhere. Don't care about the answer, it's the question that I need to find. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like you you sort of very introspective. Yeah, that's not a, an energy that I usually bring to my songs, especially not the bridge. Mm. Usually the bridge is da 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 and right, chorus. Right. Um, it kind of takes a little, uh, kind of like a little introspective thing. I, I like that because it's a very wanky lyrics and I know the meaning of them, but they're probably pretty edgy, stupid. <laughs> but uh, I'm held together by strings that aren't there is in reference to medication. Ah. So I started some antidepressants at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm held together by strings that aren't there. Or maybe it's the hole which is in my mind. Mm. Uh, getting details from sources everywhere. I don't care about the answer. It's a question I need to find uh, in regards to uh, fucking what's it, a diagnosis from doctors. And it's uh, like, right. I know that the answer is you got it, but what do I got? I got what something. Got? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know whether this is sucking the fun out of it by outlaying what the lyrics mean. I think that like it sort of works really well without the explanation. Then maybe I won't give one. No, but like benefits from the explanation. Uh, you know, okay. it's okay, like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, that's a good lyric, and then you hear what it means, and you're like, oh no way. Mm. I, um, I never want to ruin people's experience. Be like, now I can't listen to this song and put my own meaning to it because I know <laughs> it's just about Alex's shit. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Hey, Alex's meaning doesn't have to be your meaning. That's true, listener. Um, but no, I think like it's... Shout out um, to our listener in Kenya. <laughs> oh yeah, we had, we were checking the uh, the uh, insights, found one listener from Kenya. If that's you, power on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we um, also had one listener from uh, somewhere else. I can't remember where. to get into every listener from every place. Well, they're going to feel left out now. They're going to oh, be like, sorry. hey, I'm the, the only person in, in Paris. Panama. In Panama, right. yeah. Lucky to have you. Our Panama from Panama. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> They're going to feel so special, James. I had a point that I was going to say, and now it's gone because of your shenanigans. Well, you know, my shenanigans. Well, you know what? The listeners in Panama and Kenya are going to appreciate that so much more than whatever your point was, I'm sure. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, and like one thing I did want to say is that later on like because this is the thing is like it's a pretty 
And you mentioned this, that like this pre-chorus is kind of more slow and foreboding or whatever. And that sort of goes throughout, even even the high parts, it's still kind of very, um, I don't know, slower, but mm. it still feels, it still feels like it has that energy because it goes different places. Like the different verses sound different, which I think is cool. Like it, it holds your attention, I think. Yeah, structurally, it's not conventional. Um, well, like it kind of is in that it has verse chorus, but it, it, it definitely deviates. I only liken it to Bohemian Rhapsody in the sense that mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody is not a verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus. Mm-hmm. But you you understand what I mean in the sense of like, this is the verse, this is the pre-chorus, this is the chorus, this is the verse, this is a bridge, this is a different bridge, this is another thing, this is a chorus, this, you know? Right. You mean that you wrote... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I did write Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Just I found a, a time machine. Uh-huh. I went back in time. Um, no, but I, I, like, totally. Usually, like, from the songs that you write, I have, like, four, maybe five clips, because it's like, okay, that's these are what the verses are, yeah. and then that's a chorus, so I'm not going to clip the chorus twice, and I'm not going to yeah. clip the pre-chorus twice, because it's just the same. I've only had to do that, like, here, the rest of it, I was like, oh, man, I have to clip everything, because it's all so uh, interesting and different. Hmm. Thank you. So we get a little taste at the end of that clip of the chorus. Mm. Well, let's hear what the rest of that chorus sounds like. Let's. A little bit of trivia. Oh, yeah? Uh, that was going to be uh, shut the door and get your ass out. But it sounded too much like shut the door and get your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to change <laughs> that. Pull down your pants yeah. and get your ass out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Took on a different meaning. So we, we're closing the blinds. This is building the wall, closing the blinds. Closing the blinds to reality? Uh, I guess just like... Like, put on a mask, pretend you're fine. Close mm-hmm. the blinds so no one can see in. Right. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then if it, they knew yeah. what goes on in your mind, yeah. they're going to put you in that place again. Oh, no. That suggests to me, like, putting you in, like, uh, like a ward or a hospital. So, yeah, that's what I thought. But that did not occur to me. <laughs> that did not happen in my, my youth. Uh, and I, I would hope that our listeners would know that I've bared my soul so much and so honestly <laughs> yeah. that i wouldn't lie about that um, no i just i never went to a, a psych ward um, i think you just needed a rhyme for again or for in rather mm. i think it like it, it creates a visual image yeah. and also like it can be interpreted in many ways and i mm. think i'm I'm so honest with all my lyrics that like sometimes you can you can say a thing that isn't true pepper it's pepper it's spice yeah no song is good without spice <laughs> if you write if you write a song that's only true things that have happened mm. then you're gonna end up writing songs like i went to the shops and yeah. i got a bag of mangoes boring <laughs> that said bought a bag, bag of mangoes coming soon to alex's next album yeah it's the it's the headline and track it's gonna be great that one did sound pretty fun yeah, it was a good track. Um, yeah. No one reads non-fiction books. Who reads them? Who reads non-fiction books? No, you got to have fiction. Self-help book? Never heard of them. 
Never. Maybe I should. Maybe. <laughs> maybe invest. It's interesting that it's, it's shut the door and get yourself out yeah. when you're sort of going more into. I, your, I don't want to like super get into like the logistics. <laughs> maybe it. it's like shut the front door, get out the back. Oh, good. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you are running from someplace. It's honestly, these are heightened lyrics. I don't want to get into the specifics of like, why yeah. are you going outside the door? Let me write that down. Why are you going outside the door? If you're watching yourself in the eye of the tiger, why aren't you just watching on like a monitor or a TV screen? Right. <laughs> That's not a very effective way to watch yourself. Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we should Ben Shapiro all else <laughs> I feel like that's all this show is. Honestly. When I, when I like take a step back, I'm like, that was probably a metaphor. <laughs> right, <laughs> for right. For a lot exactly. of the lyrics I that I scrutinize. a lot of the time where I'm just like, maybe I was just searching for a thing to talk about when I <laughs> psychoanalyze this lyric. I don't actually care that much. We'll have a second show about this show and being like, yeah. what were we doing? My song sucks, sucks. <laughs> so yeah. Anything more about the chorus that you want to uh, touch on? Well, I feel like we probably don't come back to the chorus, do we? No. So I guess, yeah, that's the song. It's about not letting people in and mm. it's just the wall it's just my <laughs> shitty 15 what it, however fucking old i was i can't be 15 <laughs> forever uh take of the wall go um, listen to the wall do it listen i to mean wall. yeah good album his hands Let's... felt like mm. two balloons <laughs> <laughs> you're not having dinner until you eat your porridge or something how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat there we go good album Hot take, Let's Dark Side of the Moon, bleh, overrated. Ooh, but have you watched... Uh, the movie Dark Side of the Moon? <laughs> Wizard of Oz at the same time. <laughs> no. And did you know that it's, it links up? That's a fun fact. Apparently, made that up. Well, apparently when money starts is when the door opens to Munchkinland. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they planned it. But they also, not planned it. doesn't Paul Blart more cop sync up to Dark Side of the Moon as well? I believe that. And it's like when it's on the lunatic is on the grass is when Paul Blart runs onto the grass. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah! Damn, that's good. I need to do that. I need to watch that. <laughs> I don't need to watch <laughs> I've never seen Paul Blart, but I'd happily watch it for the first time alongside Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Get anyway. Favorite section of this song. Oh, is this because it has the horns? Maybe. All right. Let's take a listen. That's not how you feel. You feel like this. Of course, I know these things. Cause I'm psychic. And those my son are problems. No, my problems are worse. You're a coward and a sissy who enjoys the emotion of pity. Nice. Ooh. Those horns. Good. Those horns, man. Damn. I like that. How many how much horns do you use these days? None really. Bring back the horns, dude. Uh MIDI horns are very difficult to make sound good and real life horn care. players. Bring them back the groovy. <laughs> real, groovy, man. Real horn players are expensive. If I'll relearn the trumpet. You knew the trumpet? Once upon a day. I yeah. was it, it was in primary school. Did you used to doot it? I used to doot, my dude. I'm glad that um, you used to doot. As I was saying before, like each section of this song mm. is so radically different. Probably, I don't know if you like, if this was the intent, but like 
to represent the different people or you're nodding along? Oh, tell me about it, man. That was actually just a terrible mistake. Um, these are all supposed <laughs> to be my dad. Uh, <laughs> just no <laughs> consistency. Uh, no, this was, I think, a high school friend. It was either that shitty dude who I was like, oh, I have a crush on this girl. And then he got with her. And mm -hmm. I saw him as like a big father figure. I was watching a lot of Scrubs at the time. <laughs> so Good. I said everyone was my father figure. <laughs> um, or it was my other friend. But I, I think it was the shitty dude. And again, retroactively, you can't call dibs on a human. He was a mm. shitty dude regardless of that. And he still <laughs> is. Fuck him. I don't know where he is. I thought I saw him in a car one time. I'm getting distracted. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was supposed to be him. And he was very much a diminishing person of like, this was probably Alex's twist on what he was saying. Mm, he mm. wasn't saying your problems are shitty my problems are worse right he never said any of this stuff this is just me no. being very thin skinned it's <laughs> guys come on it's too spicy get out of here with your non-fiction books <laughs> your biographies go on yeah I think just uh, it felt like he was trying to tell me how to feel and right. yeah mm. just making me which feel which again like, like is pretty universal and I know that like a lot of people have had people be like that where it's like they know how people feel like we'll just tell people how they feel mm. um i got some like and i don't know if this was intentionally i got some uh, talking heads vibes oh how so uh, on the line of course i know these things because i'm psychic i think i just thought of the song psycho killer and was like oh, oh man it sounds like uh talking heads i don't think i know that one what's a what's a bit from it psycho killer you don't know Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads? Uh, that's a Psycho Killer. Her name was Lola. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, check it out, dude. Check it out. It's good. This is like the highway, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, uh, this is not my beautiful house. This that's is not, not my a beautiful good car. Talking Heads song. Not I, all talking head songs are the same, Alex. That's true. I like the start of Road to Nowhere and then none of the rest of it. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Take that, talking heads. To yeah. Talking absolutely. no more. Boom. Got him. That's about all I had on this verse. Coward like and a sissy who enjoys the emotion of pity is not slam. Yeah. Attacking my masculinity again. I seem to have some unaddressed issues with how I was perceived in my manhood at the time. Yeah. Which is odd because mm. I... Don't give a fuck. <laughs> but maybe I do. Maybe I'm writing music now that's just Ooh. like, no one thinks I'm a man. <laughs> or am I a Muppet? Am I, a <laughs> <laughs> I like that you went to sing it. I, I did write a song a little while ago that was like, there's a world where I became the man that everybody wanted. It's a shame that I wasted so much time. Hmm. And that's manhood again. Maybe I do have again, some unspoken yeah. thoughts about my role as a man. Sure. I think it's an interesting topic to discuss but i think it's one that you have to have like with a, a psych a <laughs> good view on oh like masculinity right you can't be in the throes of worrying about your masculinity you kind of have to yeah you, you have know, to come out the other side and look have back the broader perspective i guess of it yeah. or i guess you know obviously you can make stuff when you are questioning stuff about your own masculinity but like you sort of have to have that outside perspective of what masculinity means to you you have to kind of have a, a an opinion on it i guess hot take it. Hmm. Like, I like my dad a lot. Hmm. Um, he and my mom worked a lot. So maybe just because you have a father figure and a mother figure who, like, you like, maybe that doesn't necessarily mean that you had a strong mother or father figure, you hmm. know? 
and I, yeah. I seemed to have a lot of feelings about having strong father figures when I grew up. Maybe my dad worked a lot and I didn't feel like I had a big father role model, you know? You've said on the show before that you feel like TV really sort of raised you as well. So like maybe that kind of comes into it in terms of like the way that your sort of unchecked assumptions kind of fed into who you are in terms of what masculinity is. Mm. You've been walking past those news agents, looking at those magazines that have all those big burly men. Yeah. Maybe just because your dad isn't mean to you doesn't mean he's not a father figure. Maybe hmm. a good dad is just around for their kid. Hmm. Anyway, oh, the next verse. Sure fine. <laughs> 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 I love my dad. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's, a good he's just guy. busy. Uh, what's the next one? This is uh, clip number five. Right after this, we got a little taste of it as well because I like how they all sort of blend into each other. Yeah, they kind of overlap. Let's, Let's listen. Uh, take a listen. Some harsh self-talk there. Yeah. So, firstly, I mean, so who who is this? That's my uh, that's my uh, pre-op again. Uh, right, if, right. If you recall that he sang on Game If You Are. Do you remember yes, that one? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, my, my brother's trans, uh, assigned female of birth, uh, hmm. and he did give me permission to use his voice in this episode. <laughs> yeah. And so, I guess, is this the perspective of, I don't know, like a... a, a a jilted lover, uh, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't remember who it was. I think this was probably the writer girl that I dated that I liked. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said... No, that sounds like I'm I'm saying, like, she did this. That's not what I'm here for. But no, we, we did break up. But I, I don't think... I mean, if any of my, my most recent exes or anything to go off, I don't think she was saying anything <laughs> untrue. <laughs> You are way too much, way too soon. It's a good thing I cut you out like the tumor you are. I do tend to cling. I am a little bit of a black hole of a human working sure. on my codependency needs. I would say this probably isn't verbatim, though. Like, I think even if her feelings were very strong, I think you, you probably, to make the point of, of what you're trying to communicate in the song, mm. kind of using that, that colorful language, which, uh, mm. yeah. I'm I sure she didn't react that badly of calling you a tumor true i don't think she even said this i think we just broke right. up and i was like this is probably what she thinks and i probably <laughs> would have been spicing it up for the sake of the song and mm. trying to emulate the uh, the trial where the uh, the redhead scorpion yeah. lady is like you little shit you're in it now you should have talked to me more often than you did but now you have to go your <laughs> what a good movie <laughs> the artist from hercules did you know no way yeah he he went from the wall to Hercules. Someone at Disney saw the wall and was like, that would be perfect for children. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was good enough for a young Alex to watch and ingest at such an early age. That's true. It did scar me so much it became an anecdote that I share, though. So it's a tough That's one. That's good. I think... <laughs> Free I think advertising. Kids, kids need that, you know what I mean? <laughs> of just, like, a thing... That just like is so not like scary, scary, but just like sticks in their mind. Like the doorknob and Muppet Christmas Carol. Sure, whatever you said. You don't know about the doorknob and Muppet Christmas Carol? <laughs> not off the top of my uh, head. No. When he goes to his house and he he goes to open the door and then it turns into Ebony, uh, it turns into one of the Marley Brothers and he goes, Mah! 
I used to literally oh, no. run out the room, run up the stairs to my room, and then come back down, I guess, because it scared me so much. For me, it was the bit in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where they take the fizzy lifting drinks, and, and it's like, oh no, he and his grandpa are going to die. <laughs> so wait, it was that, but it wasn't the tunnel scene. No, I think the tunnel thing was fine. It was just like this idea of these guys <laughs> lifting up into this chopped into the fan. spinning blades. And it's like, damn. Because the tunnel is just, you do go into the tunnel and you come out the other end of the tunnel and they're fine. It's like, we don't know where we're going. I don't know. Gene Wilder does it better. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just like to imagine that was your auditioning for the part. <laughs> we don't know where we're going. Ah, Gene Wilder does it better. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I've officially lost track of the buttons. Okay, we are heading into clip six. Okay, so that should be the orange one. I don't know, dude. One, two, three, see. four, anyway. five, six. Okay, okay, no, wait, I have a plan. Okay, yeah. Carry on, my friend. I, you have to push the button. Oh, okay. Are you all right? I'm worried I can't Oh, I just um, <laughs> hurt myself on the edge. Ooh. The mm. guitarist from U2. What is he doing here? Uh, <laughs> fuck. The gag where someone's going to swear and then they get cut off is so so overdone. I hate it. I hate it. You're, you, you, here's what you don't know. It's overdone now. You're the one who started it. <laughs> hey. No one was doing it. No one was doing it before. I was a trendsetter. This. It's such a you dumb are. gag. Because everyone knows what the swear word is going to be. Just say it. You already <laughs> said it by setting it up. Why you got to be um, a damn coward about it? Sorry. This is a fun segment. Mm. I, again, coming back, like I really like the diversity in this song of different styles. Bits. Each segment, each different person has a thing. Yeah. So what, how, what's your interpretation of this? What do you think this is? Yep. So this is like a two-faced person. Uh-huh. The person speaking is like, this is what I'm saying. And then the whispers are like, this is what I'm thinking. Um, off the bat, we're like, oh, are you all right? I'm worried about you. And then the whispers going, I care because it makes me look good. Yeah. Um, nice. That's exactly I, it. I would, if this was like a drama assignment, I'd be killing it right now. Yeah, I'd you be would. Like, the values displayed in this section show blah, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Killing well, it. That's it. I wonder whether it was in fact insulting to your intelligence that I had to ask you. What you thought it was about maybe? <laughs> did you did you get it? Did um, you, did get you it? understand? Yeah, um, understand. I um, I like that the last word of the the whispers match up with the first word of the I care because it makes me look good to hear things I pick up the things I may say may not be true you may be lying to throw me and then at the end I it's like it. that's ineffective because honestly I couldn't give a fuck why would because <laughs> that person's just like are you all right I'm worried about you good to hear things are looking up. True, you may be lying to throw me. Honestly, I couldn't give a fuck. It's like, oh no, I said the in my head thing out loud. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? I just wanted that fucking gag. It isn't good. <laughs> isn't a good gag. No, I'm it's curious. It's a fun song. Debatable. Oh, oh no, it's good. I like this one. I forgot. I forgot how I was supposed to feel about this song. So you said <laughs> that we've only got one clip left. But that's interesting yeah. because let's see, oh, let's see what the next clip is. We have started kind what? of blazing through it because we're getting towards our hour mark. 
But again, mm. we make the we rules. So here we go. Yeah, I cut off when I wasn't expecting. The rest is just the rest of the yeah, fair. chorus. Um, a few things yeah, to unpack chunky. in this Here one. Here we go. Yeah. I like how uh, young Alex is pounding at the walls in his mind, screaming, mm. let me out. And then the, the guard very politely just says, hey, no banging on walls. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. It's <laughs> rude. Stop that. <laughs> Don't do that. And also, yeah, you are not in any state to decide what is best, but you have questions, so you better take them up with me. Right, right. He's a very kind guard. Yeah, well, fucking... People don't speak like that. I mean, it is, I assume, in this section, it's you to you. So I guess you do speak like this. Oh, shit. (laughs) Maybe my dad wasn't a good role model. Even your inner guard (laughs) is like, oh, well, you know. You have questions. Like, I'm a reasonable guy. I'm I'm not going to, you know... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're not supposed to leave the square. That doesn't mean I can't talk to you, you know? Right. <laughs> What's going on, man? And look, even if you wanted to get out, like, honestly, I won't tell anyone. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. Obviously, here at the close, are both of these sections from your point of view? The Why can't I leave you like the knowledge? Or is that, like, everyone? Is this everyone coming back in? Uh, Yeah, maybe. it. This bit is reminiscent of maybe consciously or unconsciously subconsciously from uh the song life is a lemon and i want my money back by meatloaf slash jim steinman uh bad out of hell album two i believe very good one um and there's a really cool bridge that i love uh and i'm gonna fuck up all the bits like uh you know it has this big like "Ah, and then he gets to the bridge and it's like what about love it's defective Getting buried in the past. What about sex? It's defective. Oh, it's never built to really last. What about your mm. friends? They're defective. All the huh. parts are out of stock. It's just a really cool bridge. And yeah. so it's like, why can't I leave? You lack the knowledge. Why is it so hard for me? You lack the spirit. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. So it's I think very much that. Uh, you know, again, like just the whole, the different sort of, stuff getting thrown at the the listener here like it's cool and i think and you know it it holds up on its own not just as as a part of the song Hmm. um i think it's a real fun part of it and then of course the bloody (laughs) dulcet tones of alex smith i like this i like this whisper really british for some reason yeah i've got one essential tip to keep you safe and that is uh, because that part that I'd written doesn't transition very nicely into the chorus. So I, I did what a lot of pop punk bands do, which is like, mm. I could either write a transition or just have three seconds of silence. And then <laughs> next bit. It's very lazy nice. songwriting. I think some cool creativity came out of that sort of utility of I need to do something here. Yeah. Thank you. I don't like the word courage. It makes sense of like, why can't I leave? You lack the knowledge. You don't know how to leave. Why right. Why is it so hard for me? You lack the spirit. You don't have the strength. 
Why couldn't I see this? You lack the courage. I mean, that could be interpreted as like, you're not brave enough to see Mm. your flaws. I don't know. Also, you've definitely done Wizard of Oz. Oh, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) You just needed a brain. (laughs) Knowledge, spirit, courage. Spirit, I guess. Spirit, you get a pass on because that's not quite heart. But what was it? It was brain, heart, brain, heart, courage, Cur- heart and courage. Oh, well, I guess then heart counts as spirit. Spirit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then Spirits, courage. Yeah. So what a Dorothy. She just wanted to go home. Oh, and he, he wants to, to leave. Home. Damn. A little Wizard of Oz bridge there. Yeah. If I was a genius, fun. then this would have been a pretty clever little thing. But it wasn't, <laughs> and I'm not. Uh, and then Maybe it was more like the dark side of the moon than you even thought. <laughs> I wanted to do the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Fuck. I was saying. And that's the song, I guess. And that's the song. We finish off with another chorus. Um, I don't think there's any like little we change the lyrics in the second chorus thing. Uh, oh, the, the the beeping and the breathing. He's oh yeah. <laughs> he's hooked up to a, a machine in hospital, and he's like thinking back on his life, and then he dies at the end. Right. Okay. That just, makes sense. Just throw that in there. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, a a thing that I reuse. I reuse mm-hmm. that for Rescue Me. Right. Yeah. 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 Originally, yeah. Rescue Me had. Rescue Me, if anyone listening is my one of my more modern recent songs, mm-hmm. it started with Cop Sirens. And it, I don't think it had the beeping there, but in the bridge, uh, a synthy beep, beep, beep came in, and that was the heart monitor. And then, like, he died at the end. But, mm-hmm. uh, Nick turned the sirens way, way down at the start and at the end because he was mm-hmm. like, songs that start with sirens may have been cool in the 90s, but now it's cringe. And I was like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> uh, and then he turned down the harmonica because he was like, that's dumb. And I was like, I am sad. Oh. <laughs> but they're in there, if you listen. They're in there. Got to keep an ear out. Because I fought that's hard a, for It's them. a fun Easter egg. Yeah. Well, it's it's fun if you know about it. If you don't know about it, you're like, why the fuck is this intro so long? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, using a kick drum to replicate a heartbeat isn't really groundbreaking. You know, people have done it and they do it. Although I think I was proud of the fact that the kick drum, boom, boom, for the whole song. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's like persistent. Yeah. Give yourself some credit. Come on. Yeah. I don't know how I did the sound because this maybe I was starting to learn about EQs, but that kick drum has definitely been affected. So I would have had to have taken out a lot of the top end. Mm. But that noise rather than yeah. just actually breathe myself that sounds like two different symbols being like whoa and then i've like taken like the top and low end so it's like you know that's pretty sick it's pretty sick but in true alex style is the absolute hardest way i could have done it <laughs> yeah you could have just breathed <laughs> i could have just breathed <laughs> brothe <sighs> damn it <sighs> my two points from this are I feel yeah, like please. I'm speaking way too close to the mic. My two points from this are, like, it's fun, and it's an interesting look into the mind. I feel like if I ever lose my shit and become a serial killer one day, people will point <laughs> to this and be like, the signs were there, you know? Mm. I mean, like, as I was saying, you know, like, a lot of these experiences of, like, the, you know, bad father figure or the, you know, shitty friend or, like, the jilted lover, mm. like, that's just song bread and butter. You're not exactly, you know, I don't think you're sort of incriminating yourself in a way. Well, I don't think I've, like, said anything bad, but I think that it's definitely indicative of a troubled mind, mm. you know? And, like, yeah, the fact that even so recently, uh, the thing of um, 
I don't want to be this. I don't want to hear it. Like I, mm. part of my thing in the chat the other day was like, I'm just like, I'm sick of being this. I'm sick mm. of being who I am. You know, I don't, I don't want to be everybody's broke friend all the time and yeah. spending all my money on music shit, <laughs> you know? And the fact that I said the words, I don't want to be this. And I'm like, God, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> oh man. Does it, does it not end? Does it you never know? end? I don't know. I think ideally I'd be a cute old man with Santa glasses and I this, think you'd get there. this podcast would be, be me and like, oh, my head was so troubled back then. But yeah. now that I'm well adjusted and happy and like, but you know, because if I never get better then this, is this podcast just a Sisyphean, like, is it enjoyable not because we're likable characters, but because I am actually a dick and people enjoy me realizing that I am a dick and Let's not I get, get tortured. <laughs> introspective. This is... Is this bad podcast content? Too meta. We're gonna <laughs> realize that we're inside a podcast. And never, <laughs> never escape. Uh, um, no, I think that like, because you know, by that logic, like, uh, the the wall is the same. You know, like these are. It's what songwriters do is get you know have their troubles and and relinquish their sort of troubles to the world in their in their medium. And that's I think as we point. were saying, like, this is a good song. And so, like, from the troubles that you had uh, at this age, you sort of were making stuff out of that and you were sort of using it to drive your thing. That is that is sort of these relatable circumstances. That is a good point. And I remember when I first heard The Wall, I really clung to it because I was like, someone else feels like me. Hmm. And uh, I remember for the longest time, and still in, in media interviews, and they're like, what do you want to achieve with your music? I'm like, I want to... I want to articulate feelings that people have and they feel like they're alone and they're like, I, I want to show people that like, because I, 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 you know, I called my first EP Crazy Days because mm -hmm. I thought I was like clinically crazy and like right. I had a debilitating mental illness that like greatly <laughs> affected my life and quality of living. And, and I was like, no one feels like this but me. And then hearing other artists, you know, who wrote a whole album of like, yeah, my, you know, my life was really shitty and I feel really isolated and like crazy. So I guess I forgot that I was trying to share my crazy so that other people could be like, oh, yeah, I feel that too, and I feel less alone. Exactly. Touche, young Alex. There Bested you once again. Does what he does best. <laughs> I guess it's, it, it's also okay. important to remember. <laughs> is it? It's important <laughs> to remember that, like, reality is perception, mm. and this was yeah. reality through my lens back then. I yes. can't really get what life was like back then because I'm a different person now. Every cell in my body is different. And, you know, exactly. maybe my friends weren't two-faced. You know, maybe my dad wasn't saying that with the tone of voice that I've given him here, you know. Mm. And maybe my dad was just being like, hey, if you want to have a career, you should probably start thinking about that <laughs> now that you're going into the working <laughs> life. You know, maybe my friends were like, hey, are you okay? I'm worried about you. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. it's like that bit from Me the Robinsons when it's like, hey, Goop, cool binder. They all yeah. hated me. Maybe it's just that. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Maybe your dad was a good father figure. Oh, he bloody turned it around. Got mm. me. I love my dad. I don't want that to be any. Don't draw fanfic of me and my dad like hugging and him being like, I'm proud of you, son. Like, I love my dad. It's all good. I do want that. Please do write that. Send it in. <laughs> I do want that because my you guys don't know podcast. what my dad looks like. And I want to know what you think my dad looks like. <laughs> yeah. It, it's me. Just a taller me <laughs> with a mustache. I think I agree with a lot of what you were saying. Um, hmm. 
but like I would say don't be too hypercritical you're right reality is perception and and this little this kid he's going through a tough time he wants to get it out and obviously you know he's he's can only feel the things that he feels and uh wants to put that out into the world the way that he does same with you same with me i will say this does begin the the dangerous belief that i hold for a long time where we'll notice that the music started getting a lot better around this album right Mm. I also started uh, antidepressant medication mm. and oh, right. I started to believe that I was writing better because I was on medication and that mm. then became a, like, I don't want to kick this medication because then I won't write well anymore. And I think that the belief that your talent comes from some sort of outside influence is a mm. bad thought to have. Definitely. And also if you're like, I don't want to take medication because then I won't be able to write. That's also a bad thought to have. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, and that's the thing that you kind of have to remember about medication is that it's like, it's prescribed for a purpose. You, it's, it's often, you know, you have a chemical deficiency or you have whatever it's, it's all just about leveling out chemical flow. And so it's not, it's, it's really not about who you are as a person ever. It's just sort of about regulating uh, your body and your brain. You're not less of a person for needing an inhaler. Exactly. It's just an inhaler for your brain. You are less of a person if you need braces. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I had <Ugh>. braces. <laughs> I also had braces. <laughs> Fuck. Cool. All right. I think, yeah, overall, what uh, what do we rate it? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it uh, one means it doesn't suck. Ten means it sucks a lot. Uh, I'm going to give it three sucks out of ten. I'm going to give it two. Oh, generous. That's nice. Yeah. Thank you. We should look back at what the ratings are that we gave to the other ones because I <laughs> have not remembered uh, yeah. nor kept track. That's fine, though. True. And you know what I should do now is, what? like, start keeping track for the future. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm simply not going to. You simply won't. You cannot make him. No. Oh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah. Alex, you're a musician. Where can people find you? Uh, if you've enjoyed this song and you, and you want to hear it's uh, it's child i guess if you want to hear spiritual successor yeah the the spiritual sequel to this song is little automaton and you know what people really liked that one that was Hmm. the big hit from my last ep and now the new one is a line big cowboy song but if you want to hear what this song became check out little automaton and you can find me and my music i'm your man alex smith on bandcamp spotify and itunes if you got no money find me on spotify if you got some money find me on bandcamp and itunes and I've been working really hard for since before this podcast started on this album and it's about to come out. It's about to happen. Thanks to the people who supported me on Patreon. Um, and if you'd like to help that happen, you know, there's don't like Google how much making music costs and you'll see that <laughs> I appreciate every day I'm sent that I get from Patreon. Uh, and I'm also working towards an animated music video. And when I say working towards, I mean I am locked financially into a monthly contract until July 2021 for an animated music video. (laughs) And if anyone wants to give me some bucks for that, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, That's Patreon. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And James, do you have anything that you want to plug? Yeah, so we are on a network uh, called That's Not Canon Productions. Uh, We... There are a whole bunch of shows uh, here in the network. Uh, new ones being added all the time. 
Um, so go to the website. You can just hop over to that's not canon, uh, dot com C-A-N-O-N, to check out all the podcasts there. We have recently, you might have, if you're, if you're a frequent listener, you may have noticed that some ads are starting to be included in, in the listenings of the show. And that is a new sort of thing that we've added in. We've been posting the show through Acast and been having that. So hopefully that's not too disrupted for you. Um, but it's been a good way for the show to get supported. And there are other avenues through which you can support the show or might in the future be able to support the show that we're looking into, different avenues that were kind of are available to us. So we're going to kind of be looking into that and seeing if we want to engage further with that kind of stuff. Until then, if you have anything you want to say to us, we're on Instagram and Facebook, My Song Suck. And uh, we have an email address, mysongsuckpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. That was long. <laughs> You're okay. Got some phlegm from that one. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. I faded it up too slowly. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.